Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George, and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boys, Connor. Hello. Benny. Hello, everybody. I'm so not prepared for that. Oh, God. <laughs> guys, it seems as though a ton of trailers dropped this week, so this is kind of like a bumper trailer review episode. We've got a few other headlines to cover, plus some rapid fans in the Star Wars universe we need to talk about. I'm wearing my we- Last Jedi shirt for a reason today, people. Wait, you've been naughty. Um, Boys and so, girls. We've got a few things to discuss. <laughs> Boys, mostly, I think. <laughs> but first, let's catch up on what everyone's been watching, Benny. Yay. Oh, my God. What's been first. on the televisual? Um, so, I've watched a couple of things this week, a couple of fun things. I can't remember all of them, so I'm going to pad for time a little bit. Um, one of them was Enemy, the Jake Gyllenhaal film um, from Denis Villeneuve. Um, amazing. I think it's Dennis. Dennis. It's Dennis Villeneuve. Um, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show before, but this is one of my absolute favorite movies of the past decade, um, by a long shot. It's just an absolute mind bender. Um, blew my head off the first time I saw it. I sat there for like half an hour after the credits ended just thinking about it and, uh, then spent the next week reading about it. Um, watching it again was really cool. Second time I've watched it. So the first time I've watched it with like full knowledge of the film and what it's trying to do. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't want to say too much about it. Just watch it. Um, yeah, I remember you, you told me to watch it yeah. years ago, and I chucked it on. Highly, highly recommend this film. Danny Villeneuve obviously did Blade Runner 2049 recently, and uh, what's another one he did? Arrival. That was Prisoners. fantastic as well. Prisoners. Yeah. Um, In and, and this one is just fantastic. Mm. Um, still, uh, I still haven't seen this. Yeah, it needs to be on. I'd be interested to hear what you think of it, honestly. It's it's esoteric as fuck. Like, it's not a narrative film. It's not a literal film. It's looked very much like... I think that those are the kind of films that I have a hard time putting on. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. I, like, you have to be in the mood for that kind of thing. You look at, you know, if you've got five movies that you're thinking about doing, and one of them is really easy to watch, you're always going to be like, the oh, that's an easy one. Now, it's, it's a Saturday afternoon film. It's not like a Wednesday night. You know, it's you got you got to have time to think about it. You know, All it's right. not just okay. an entertainment. I'll take your word for it. No, you, no seriously, I found right. it more of like a Tuesday <laughs> noon, Thursday, like a brunch kind of like. <laughs> yeah. No, but as you said, you you trolled through the internet because there's a you, lot to uncover. With you don't this want, film. you don't want to have plans right no, afterwards. You really no. don't. You it, want it'll time sit with to you. Think about it and yeah. discuss because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in this film. In that film, um, I also watched uh, Hereditary. Of course, we'll have a review up soon. Um, that was, I won't say too much about it, but that was an experience that was very cool. Yeah, I watched that today. Um, check that shit out. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend that. Um, and I can't remember what else I watched, so I'm just going to sit here and drink some more while uh, George tells us what he watched this week. Yeah, I watched... Um, what did I watch? I am literally blanking out. Oh, yeah, I remember what I watched. Um, the Breaker Operas at um, yeah. the opening night of the Sydney Film Festival. And uh, it's a New Zealand comedy. Uh Taika Waititi was a producer on it, uh, and himself and Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords were script consultants on it. Nice. Um, just a fantastic film. If you're into that New Zealand kind of style comedy, if you're a fan of what we do in The Shadows or um, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. They have a genetic and cultural advantage whereby they don't need to say anything funny, but the way they talk is funny. Yeah. So they Did just, you ever see they Black Sheep? Oh, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Fuck, yes, I love, that, I love that movie. Yeah. We watched that down in Melbourne. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So this was just. If you're a fan of that, you will be. You will just love this. It is absolutely hilarious. Would you check yeah. it up there with like Wilder People? Um, more straightforward comedy. Mm. You know, it's it doesn't have the 
the sort of surreal aspect to it. It doesn't. It's not a genre film as per se. It's a it's a comedy. But like a laugh out loud funny. But uh, hilarious. The the audience was just absolutely cacking themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came on stage. Uh, and honestly, these ladies are fucking. Uh, they're just a hoot, man. They're the directors. They're, yeah, yeah. The two the two stars. Um, oh, so. Yeah. Really wish them all the best in their film career. I'm excited to see what they do next because they're, they're just hilarious. Um, and that, that was good fun. And if, if they really reach the big leagues, then we can claim as as Australian. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, good on them. Although Taika Waititi's been really smart about that. There's no way that we can really... Yeah, we can't. He's been very him. vocal about being... He's indigenous. Specifically <laughs> <have> <laughs> New Zealander. Um, how about you, Connor? Yeah, nothing too exciting, actually. I, I um, did uh, How to Train Your Dragon recently. Masterpiece. Um, it really good film. I would put that in Kung Fu Panda, the DreamWorks films, up with anything Pixar's done. I yeah, think they're amazing. It's 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 kind of the DreamWorks Pixar level production. Mm. Um, love the soundtrack on that. That's what really Stunning. gets me. Yeah, I, it makes me cry. Just like I can hear the soundtrack and I just think. Genuinely, it's really, I was yeah. I was watching. I was like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <It's> stupid. <laughs> the design, the design of, of those dragons. Toothless man. is an all timer. Yeah, yep. brilliant. And it's yeah. really well animated to to kind of. I don't know how they do it, to be honest. But Computers. without speaking, it's Computers. thank you. Um, without speaking, it's a it's a real character. Like you get a lot of emotion and a lot um, the just nuance. out of the physicality of the character. And no spoilers in case you haven't seen it. But what they do with the main character at the end, it's just a small thing. But I think it yeah. it means a lot. I think it's really great. And it, that really comes to play in the second one as well. Yeah. Um, which I also love. I thought the second one was a massive disappointment. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, really. And we'll we'll talk about this later. Actually, we've got a trailer coming up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. It'd be. Uh... Well, that was a solid sequel. Definitely not at that well, same I mean, premium like, exactly. level. At so some no, point, when the, solid... first one, when the first one's a masterpiece. Okay, I think, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's let's get into. Hang on, hang on. I remembered what the the other thing okay. I watched was. I watched um the Lost City of Zed. Um, I've been meaning to put that on. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix. I heard a lot about it last year when it came out. Um. That was a weird fucking movie, man. Is that the McConaughey one? No, no it's um Charlie Hunnam. Charlie, oh, fuck! Every single time I see him or think of him, I know. all I can think of is Garrett Hedlund. I can't, Garrett Hedlund, just generic white dudes. <laughs> like I can't, I can't, I can't. Like he took his place in like the white guy pantheon. Um, yeah, and he was fucking great in it. But it's like a two-hour, twenty-minute movie. It spans like twenty years of this guy's life. I didn't know if it was like a fantasy movie or like a biopic or what. Um, like I had no idea going in what it what it was exactly. I just knew it was about like a, a, a like an archaeologist or something, a lost it city. It looked intense. Like it looked like it was gonna be a good chunk of time. It's cool, yeah. It's a it's it's a weird one. I I don't know if I like loved it or not, but it was it was good. And it's got Tom Holland in it in an early role, which is he was fantastic oh, really? in. Yeah, he just gets me that kid, man. <laughs> Anything he does, it's just like so emotional suddenly. Anyway, that was cool. Uh, not a huge recommend, but if you have the if you have two hours and twenty minutes to spare, yeah, okay, mm. yeah, I don't think yeah, I do. Cool. No, no. <laughs> I don't, you hate it, George. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Let's do it. Let's do some news. What do we get? Okay, first up on the news this week. Um, it's a smaller segment this week. We, we, the, the, trailer, little, the trailer time is pretty little, packed. Little, little baby news. I'm going to try and keep up. I'm going to flip things around here, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know good. what? what's up first? I think that's is a good move. Jared Leto is starring in and producing a Joker film for the DCEU of his fan favorite character, the Joker <laughs> from Suicide Squad. Yeah, so this, makes me so, sad. so this joins the Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese produced Joker film, the which Birds is, of Prey film, which yeah. may have the Joker in it, the Joker and Harley movie that they're supposedly working on. I don't yeah. know if it's been canned or not. And now we got a standalone Joker film. This 
feels like a weird character to double down on. It feels not, like, not even character, but sorry, like interpretation of character. It feels like um, Leto is really driving this, I think, because he's EPing. Um, I feel like he won't let it die. He's like, because everyone hates him for it. And I imagine he, him to be kind of, have a bit of an ego <laughs> on him. Narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, time. no, I will make them love my version of the Joker no matter what I have to do, and, and rather than just letting it go. He was very vocal in when Suicide Squad came out about how his role was dramatically reduced from what was in the script. Mm. So this is Very him candid. going, no, what what the hell? Mm. Joaquin Phoenix is getting a movie? No. They hate it because they didn't see no. enough of it. <laughs> no, this isn't the way it's going down because I'm Jared Leto, lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. He's so no, he's no I, Joaquin I, Phoenix. I feel like we're, we're kind of talking the, the public opinion of Jared Leto as the Joker, but how do you guys feel about him in that role? Okay, th- this is um, it's an interesting thing to have to answer. I quite, damaged? Did I you feel damaged? I quite liked him. The second time I watched it, I watched that movie twice in the cinema. Um, yeah. <laughs> what possible reason could you have? I, 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 I think I think it's a garbage fire, but um, like it's a, it's a trash, it's a trash pile of a film, but a fascinating one. And yeah. when it yeah. does stuff right, it does stuff very right. There's some really cool stuff in that movie. But the editing a, at the beginning, a lot of people give that film a lot of shit. Mm. But the way they introduce the characters, I thought it's quite cool. Feels like a trailer. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's because the trailer it company did it. by trailer company. Like, I like that. I, really I thought like, that was quite successful. I really like Joel Kinnaman in it. I think El Diablo is a great character. I think, I think Joel Kinnaman's good in it. I just like Joel Kinnaman. <laughs> like, I just really like that guy. I liked him in Robocop. Yeah, I, yeah that so. was a solid. That was a solid one of those sort of sci-fi reboots. Great at the bottom of the barrel. So you're here. you're actually quite forgiving. Of so, his so interpretation. The, yeah, the second time I watched it, I was like, I you know, I can see why people hate this, and there's you know a lot of elements of it I don't like, like the tattoo, the damage tattoo and stuff, but um. I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I'd definitely be open to seeing more of it in a better film. Yeah, it's certainly not the worst part of that film. Totally. I don't think it's even near close yeah. to the worst part of that film. Uh, George? I, I, am I excited for this? No, no. I, <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about Jared Leto as the Joker in that film? Yeah, I, what was I, your... You know what? I used to be a massive Jared Leto fan. Hmm. I used to have a massive man crush on the guy uh-huh. um, around. He's a beautiful man. What do you, what do you mean used to? I, I, this is the first used time I've to. heard you talk ill of him. <laughs> I, I find him so annoying. I find him incredibly annoying these days. Mm. And um, anecdotally, I heard a story about, um, you know, a tour manager talking about, uh, oh, you think Maynard from Tool is a douchebag? <laughs> Wait until you deal with Jared Leto. Yeah. That guy's a narcissistic freak. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I kind of just find him a little um, self-absorbed. And I think that comes off on the screen. He was one of my least favorite characters in Blade Runner you 2049. Really, you really take... I bring too much baggage. Stuff. Too yeah, much, yeah, I bring too much baggage. Yeah, because I thought I, I think on screen, without exception, I absolutely love him. Um, Joker is like the one that's like I don't know, maybe not a hundred percent with, but yeah. everything like Dallas Buyers Club and shit. I know it's a controversial yeah. one, but holy fuck, I think like even like Panic Room or um, or some of his earlier Fight work Club. with um, uh, Aronofsky, mm. um, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, hell he yeah, he's amazing shit. in that. That's a powerhouse yeah. fucking performance. So yeah, he's oh, he's an incredibly talented Very guy. Very talented, but he's a bit off-putting. He's a bit yeah, exactly. He. Yeah. he- Certainly lately, he has taken roles that are very eccentric, and you can kind of gleam into his, or you can think that you can gleam into his psyche of oh, this. No, very he's going Johnny arrogant. Depp. Yeah, <laughs> he's Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll give my two cents on it. I, I, I agree with you, Ben. I, th- I think that was far from the worst thing of that film. Mm. Um, I don't actually mind that interpretation of the character. Um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, it might just be because it was one of the decent things in an otherwise completely 
ridiculous film mm. that I kind of gravitated towards those scenes. I will say, and this might be controversial for people, I think the um, Harley origin scene at the chemical plant That's, is brilliant. Yeah, I, I like that. I like it. him just kind of doing the, yeah, and like but, diving but, back oh, in. Yeah, but when he's just like, you know, die for me, there's like, no, that's too easy. Live for me. And like yeah. that whole thing. I love it. I really love it. So I'm, I'm, I'm I quite like that. Um, do I think that that means that he should have an entire film? I don't know about that. Like, I mean, like we said, this is some decent mo- moments in an otherwise horrific film. Mm. <laughs> That's but where the not... DCEU is at this point. I'm just like, and they're just like, fuck it. Like, what are they going to yeah. do? Something worse? What's the likelihood? What's the likelihood that both these standalone Joker films come out? It's zero. In your guys' opinion? Zero. Do you think neither of these will come out? I think after Ackman, there's going to be another DC movie for 20 years. <laughs> I... Certainly not a, a live action one that, uh, of this scale. Mm. So, so you guys saying neither of these are coming out? Uh, I don't think I, I don't think a letter one will happen. The letter one won't happen. I not a standalone. Maybe how it... could they sell that? Like he's a joke. The the letter Joker. He's a joke. No pun intended. Yeah, you intended it. Yeah, yeah. Look, hey. I think if anything comes of you know these spinoffs, it'll have something involving harley quinn i think that's a major selling point at least yeah. from a marketing and yeah. a mm. um that kind of standpoint um but i don't think jared leto has the kind of pull that maybe he thinks he has or that dc thinks he has or that they think the joker has or that interpretation of the joker so yeah i'm i'm not holding my breath for this uh for this film the joaquin phoenix phoenix one might happen the harley quinn and joker one almost certainly um, and the Harley Quinn, it's not Gotham City, Birds of Sirens, Birds of Play. Yeah, yeah. We, um, that one covered it not too long ago. That one's definitely coming. Yeah. I think that is a much better move for DC than going down these multiple, what is canon, what isn't canon. You know, I, I think this is going to get murky. It's going to get messy. You know, how do you have, how do you have, how do you explain to the everyday person, you know, there's a Jared Leto that's canon, part of this universe, and then there's a Joaquin Phoenix, which is its own thread i don't know i, I think it gets a bit confusing i reckon let's put a pin in this um we got a lot to talk about yeah can we do a dc episode like the future of the dc yeah, yeah, yeah. soon just talk about every project they have in development let's do that because there's some weird ones yeah um, and then revisit like a year from now and see yeah. what actually happened from <laughs> it yeah. i would i would think that'd be great um next up number two matthew vaughn <clears throat> um says he's working on a kick-ass reboot uh, that could potentially find patience lee an african-american single mother taking on the vigilante antle um, so Kick-Ass 2 is one of the worst films ever made. I think washing the slate clean is the only way they could ever do anything with this franchise again. Such a shame, because I loved Kick-Ass 1 when it first came out. I loved Kick-Ass 1. I saw it four times in the cinema. And the second one, I don't even w- want to watch the first one again ever yeah, <laughs> after same. watching the second one. I don't know what it is. Sometimes a sequel will come out, and it will just taint that first one so badly. It yeah. just undoes all the goodwill. Yeah. I to be honest, maybe it's just because I don't remember the second one, but I, it it, it doesn't sway well me either way. You MIB'd it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, the I think I could guess. forget this. I, I, Surely, there's things guess. that I could remember that are more important <laughs> than this. Um, but I'm with you guys. I, I really enjoyed the first one. So, just to clarify, is this something that he's doing as a spin-off that will very clearly be in that universe and maybe use characters from that universe, or is this just a wipe the slate clean? Let's do it again. No, I'm surprised to hear he's working on this, honestly. Because he's uh, supposedly in with uh, Man of Steel 2. I don't know how official that is at this point, but um, I just don't think there's any... Like, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I assume the second movie bombed hard. I actually don't know how much the first one made. I have absolutely no idea. I think the first sorry, one, one was like a, a surprise success, and I think yeah. the second one was the just kick-ass like... kick movies? Yeah. Yeah, let's grab the... The second one must have like failed Okay, so kick one... Jim Carrey like denounced that fucking film before the yeah, press before it came out. Yeah. Oh, he hated it. Yeah, well, no, he, I, it wasn't even about that. It was about the violence of the film. Yeah. So why'd you take the role, dude? That, that's, that yeah. kind of annoyed me, though. Here's a guy that quite clearly was acting in some very violent scenes mm. and then comes out after be like... I don't support the violence. Did you in the not movie. watch what the, the first one? What the fuck one? do you think? You, it was the it same was, thing. It with, was good in it too. Yeah, so the same thing as uh, was it Chuck Norris that that put up a fuss about the violence in Expendables? And you're like, you're <laughs> yeah. in an Expendables film. What the fuck did you think you were doing? Yeah. They okay. just got that paycheck, and then we're like, now I'll stick to my. Morals. In all fairness, all the violence in Expendables movies was added digitally later. <laughs> so Kickass One, on a budget of twenty eight million, nice. pulled in uh, ninety six million at the box office. Globally, yeah. yeah, wow. And then Kickass two for twenty eight million, so they didn't pump any more cash into the budget. That's cool. Um, box office hit sixty million. So big, so, big, big cut from the first one. Yeah, you know, with thirty six million down. Like that's from the like first that's one. pathetic. A sequel should be making yeah. double what an original yeah. film made, or at least on par. You know, so oh, at least yeah. Interestingly, Vaughn is is obviously looking at doing uh, this, but they're also looking at a Hit Girl spin off. Um, which would either focus on her earlier life or, you know, some other aspect. <laughs> yeah, um, I just don't want to see that. Why? I just don't want to see that. I, I don't. The like, Hit Girl's chick has just been ruined for me. Now. Yeah, I, the second movie. You know how they had like an almost romantic subplot going on. I think uh, I can't remember that. It was I think I've just weird. Tried man. To... I'm not even kidding. I, there's so little of this movie like, apart from Jim Carrey that I can't remember. He's her first kiss in the second film. Oh, that's it's weird. Odd. Yeah, that's not all right. Um, yeah, so that's an option. Um, and then he's also looking at doing Kingsman three. Oh, apparently that's been greenlit. Mm. Like things, it's actually everything's a go for it. So, which is really bizarre because I don't think the second one did well. Speaking of crushing disappointments, yeah. But, but um, it's saying here that it was just four million shy of the first movie's home. Yeah. Oh, at four hundred and ten million. Yeah. So I mean, like it, it, it. That's obviously justifiable to keep yeah, making the series. I guess. But Surely the budget for the second one that would was have been higher. that was in our worst of uh, two thousand seventeen. Uh, Golden Circle. Two. Where do yeah. you guys follow Matthew Vaughn? I find some people worship so dude. hit and miss, man. So hit and miss, and I feel so, like everyone so put uh, puts first, first class, class on a pedestal. So many people hold that up as like the without question best X Men movie. I like, don't know not even a discussion. I'm like, I it don't know. Blows I my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember watching. I remember the first time I watched that, and I, I was so into it for the first half. I thought mm. this is fucking. Some hectic. of it is amazing, and then the, it looks like they just ran, which they did. They just ran out of budget and time, and obviously fucks to give. And the thing crashed and burned it's pretty hard. It's a lot hard. better than it uh, could have been or should have been based on the production troubles they had. Yeah. But I watched it recently. I watched um, that and Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. I watched the triple feature in the cinema. Did you? Oh, wait. In, when, when Apocalypse came out, sorry. Okay, I watched the triple right. feature in like, the cinema. you rewatched it? It was and, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, that's the last time I saw it. Yeah. And I was seeing it on the big screen again. And so much of that movie is so amazing. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I do agree that parts of that movie are just like 10 out of 10 Best yeah. X Men stuff ever, but the movie is does not hold together as a whole. Well, the, the Nazi hunting part is fucking. It's the best part of the X Men franchise. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's spectacular. I'll watch that, that scene Henry every day, score all day. It's amazing. Um, um, but uh, like Stardust, I didn't, I didn't like it all. Yeah. What if, what if you didn't like Stardust? No, I didn't. I know a lot of I, people like that one. Yeah, I, I genuinely like that one. It's it's one of those really feel good films. Mm. But I think that he, Matthew Vaughn is perfectly encapsulated by his. Um, 
his uh, Kingsman s- success and not success. So he has the first Kingsman, which is such an amazing film to come out of absolutely nowhere. Um, and then the sequel being such a, just a, a unbelievable disappointment. I think that that's, that's him. That's Matthew Vaughn. Like, he's very, got very some absolutely miss. amazing um, successes in that. that, that I tend to rubbish. agree. Nick Cage is amazing. And they, yeah. they use the 28 Days Later theme yeah. for some reason. But um, fuck, it works. Uh, yeah, I feel as though that's a pretty accurate description, Connor. He's very hit and miss. And I would probably say that Kick-Ass is the best that he's done. I, I love the first Kingsman. But once again, it's that same kind of like bitter taste in the mouth. Now that I don't feel compelled to put on Kingsman anymore. I don't want to watch it again now, no. I, I, I don't want to ruin it for myself. I would I, say I, Kingsman's his push, best. Push through it. Now that, it is a good film. I think it's his best now that um now that Kick Ass has been ruined. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway. Final piece of news. Uh, next up. Um John Lasseter, classic lovely Disney man, is leaving uh Pixar and Disney after his uh his after little sabbatical people, that he's after had hugging people for too long. After yeah, some some um, claims of good inappropriate behavior. Good. I mean, we've we t- t- talked about this a lot. I think it's an appropriate move. It was it was weak the way they were just like yep. he's taking some time off now. Yep. Especially after all the Roseanne stuff, like they've got to they've got to they've got to be consistent. Yeah. And I think you know, as whilst it's not as timely as that Roseanne news. Like get get him out of here. I think I've said this before, but it's amazing how little, like, how few degrees there are between like, like charming, cute, amazing guy and creep. Like, you yeah. just one little thing comes to light, and it's just like every photo you look at, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those well, fucking that, shirts. I mean, it's for better or for worse. It's kind of the the world that a lot of these guys live in, which is that if you're in that position of power, um. Or if you're in if you're in the spotlight like that, you just there is absolutely no room for error. Like you, you can't be you can't be making comments that might be fine in a in a room where it's just some like random people, um, where there's no like huge. What was you his position at Disney? I sorry to put you guys on the spot. Was he like he was head so of he, something? So he was, he was with okay, so he was with Pixar from 1985 yeah. to 1995, like within that period. He was like principal that's consultant when, for them, and then he was... I that's think he, when Toy Story came out, and yeah. you know, he directed that. He ran but Pixar. He, he was with Pixar for a long time, like, helped build that. Mm. You know, he's obviously an incredibly intelligent, creative guy. Then he, then he guy. was the head of Disney Animation or something, wasn't he? After, I think yeah. when they really started pumping Disney Animation, because I think the last um, hand-drawn Disney Animation was 2005, Home on the Range. Princess and the Frog. That was well, but that was the that was the, that was a comeback. Yeah, so that was yeah. 2008. So, so from 2007 to range, 2018, yeah. Lasseter also oversaw all of uh, Walt th- Disney Animation Studios. Yeah, so I think films. that's when they started doing the computer generated stuff. Um, Ever remember Bolt with John oh Travolta? My God, <laughs> why? Weird. Why do you bring that shit up? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. ruining my long weekend like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. This is a weird one for me. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that we're in an age where you know people are getting, you know, well, it feels so weird. That, accountability, exactly. Yeah, but it feels weird where they're hiring some guy that choked. We just talked about it, some guy that choked out a, a girl at a party. He gets a job, and then fucking John Lasseter, who apparently hugged people a little bit too long, you know, th- he gets kicked out. Yeah, that, that does that. That feels weird. Like Emil Hirsch did his time, man. He did 15 <laughs> days in jail. 
He paid he paid five thousand dollars. Fuck off. See that's fucking disgusting. Like that fines need to be proportional to <laughs> income. Seriously. <laughs> five thousand dollars. Um you just go around choking people and giving them five thousand dollars a thing. Yeah. It's it's yeah, that's such a weird one, man. Anyway, what time is it, George? It's trailer time. Oh, a long trailer time this week. Seriously long one, yeah. trailer time. Mm. All right, so we're going to jump right into the thick of it with, I think, one of the most watched Among Us trailers uh, hey. in a very long time. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated Spider-Man film that's coming up. And I, Miles I'm Morales. not a huge comic book animated guy. I'm so fucking excited for this film. This yeah, this looks nuts. The yes. art style they've gone for this is very unique, very creative. Very, very beautiful. I think this is the most gorgeous 3D animated movie ever made. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Like, I like you know, Pixar does amazing stuff, but there's there's like a house style to their work. Yeah, um, for sure. They don't really go outside of the box. Yeah, when they like Incredibles has kind of a more stylized look. You know, um, more so in the newer one, I feel. Yeah, like uh, like statuesque kind of characters and stuff. But um, mm. but this movie is actually like doing really interesting stuff visually. There's a there's a certain look to it that we were talking about, Ben, where, you know, you have the RGB, mm. red, green, blue of the comic book press, you mm. know, mm. those three inks. And this film, in some some scenes, it looks like they've got that when they're just a little bit off from each other and you've got that, yeah. that sort of almost like 3D glasses, red and blue yeah. well, If anyone who's read a comic book from, from like the Silver Age, the 70s or 60s or whatever, like you will have seen comics that like the colors don't line up yeah. with the lines. Like yeah. they're just a little off on the, the printing process. And, and, and with that effect in there, it feels like a comic book coming to life. Like I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a film really look like this. Yeah, and there's an amazing sense of depth um, it almost looks 3D without the glasses. Yeah, like there's this blurriness to it, yeah. which is a, such a bold move to just make the movie look blurry yeah. for Spider-Man as well. Uh, yeah. So I, cool. this this will be the big question for me. While I think it it is unmistakably beautiful and it is unmistakably novel, like it's it's something that hasn't really been done before. Is that going to be too distracting? Is it going to be because I I do admittedly find myself kind of almost dizzy watching this, particularly mm. on a bigger screen. Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I I genuinely wonder if if you're watching this for an hour and a half or two hours, I'm not even sure how long it'll go. Um, is that going to be a bit too much? It definitely has a chaotic and kinetic vibe, but hopefully they pace it out evenly throughout the film. Yeah, because mm. there are certain scenes that look much more standard and like a lot less extreme. It's like the yeah. action scenes get really wild, and then there's just kind of dialogue like the final scene like, oh. where the dad's shouting at the kid mm. from the cop car. That's pretty standard. Like, that's pretty standard. So mm. they didn't seem to have that really vibrant, punchy style. So this is Sony Pictures Animation, who um, don't have like a lot of big, like critical hits under their belt. Um, big, is is Ardman under bo- um, Sony holes. Animation? Uh, I think so. Yep. So yeah, so the, which is interesting because this movie kind of has a stop motion look to it. Yep. It's it's at like twelve frames a second, which I don't think is uh, actually peanuts. I think last year that was also Sony Pictures Animation. That was a gorgeous looking movie. They did some really great stuff with that in terms of making um, three dimensional kind of uh, animation look like a two D picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did really cool work with that. I didn't actually see the movie, but yeah, um, <laughs> watching the trailers, yeah, it was gorgeous. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm like I said. Not a huge anim- um, you know, comic anime fan. Um, very excited for this, though. 
um, if nothing else would look. But also, I love, and we can start getting into the content of it, I love the concept behind this. So this is not part of the MCU or anything like that. This is um, a different universe in which there are several Spider-Mans. And they're getting weird with it. Like, they're doing stuff that they just couldn't, like doing the in, in the yeah because like this is this has kingpin in it it's got the, some kind of green goblin in it this is the Hulk, first Gwen Stacy Peter Parker somewhere I've been like I'm glad that Sony, Sony. has some control of this character mm. I'm glad that we don't have to keep this all in this homogenous MCU where everything connects we can see something completely different and I'm really thankful for that in this and also we haven't even mentioned Lord Miller produced yeah yeah so fuck man look if if I don't expect. I don't expect. I don't expect any element of this movie to be as good as how it looks. To be honest, um, like to be really kind of blatant about the film. Um, but it's. But like, if what the are they movie doing is, with Peter Parker? Like that's interesting. They seem to be taking some risks. The busted ass Peter Parker. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Jake Johnson, really interesting casting. Um, lo- but something about his voice that's just um, like it just exudes this kind of disheveled human being. He's done. He's cooked. <laughs> Too <laughs> much Spider Manning. It's really interesting. It's something we haven't really seen before. And, of course, Spider-Gwen showing up. That's going to be a big deal for a lot of people. So um, this is my most anticipated movie this year, I think. So this looks as though it'll be the counterpart to Miles Morales and not Peter Parker. What? Gwen. Gwen? So um, She looks younger, you mean? Yeah, yeah. As if she would be like the romantic pairing or at least partnership with uh, Miles Morales. But she was originally... Um, with Peter Parker, right? Yeah, I don't think they're going to go that route. Oh, well, I hope not, because that'd be creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I don't think they're going to like. I don't think she's going to be paired with either of them. Okay, she's going to be Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen, nice. So it's December, cool. bring it on. Just around the corner. Th- mm. This has been pushed back a couple times, hasn't it? Mm, I don't think so. I, I could have sworn we were going to get this well. like not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think I think it's been pretty timely. You feel shit, Connor? Yeah, it's just me talking to my ass then, apparently. (laughs) Well, on to the next one! To avoid that embarrassing thing. Speaking of Lord Miller, uh, the Lego movie, The Second Part. I love this. I love this Mad Max, Book of Eli, dystopian intro. Like, that was really satisfying for me. Mm. And, you know, I felt like this trailer was very successful in showing you maybe the first third of the film, that sort of initial, like, mm-hmm. what is the hook? Where are we going with this? And leaves it open. Uh, I thought it was very successful. I- I'm not sure it's going to be as good as the first. Like, that's how, a tall how can order. How can it be? Yeah. But I think this is going to be a fun little sequel. My my initial reaction, kind of, as the trailer opened, was that this looks really, really cool. I loved... Uh, I've always loved the design of the Lego movie. And I think they've just kind of carried that on into this one. Stunning. Um, just the movement and the, um, the animation itself. Um, at the end of the trailer. Yeah. I was really concerned because I didn't think that they would be able to pull off as interesting a story as they did in the first one. This one felt very much um, almost paint by numbers, like steal the girlfriend and then get, main character i go. think there's a really interesting angle they're taking with this one um the first movie is literally the plot of the matrix watch the lego movie thinking of the matrix it is the matrix yeah, i mean 100 percent. it, 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 it but, is you're but, right yeah seriously point for point it's amazing um <laughs> but um this movie the, the the premise seems to be like the 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 main kid who kind of formed the world in the first one is growing up a little bit maybe getting a little grungy and teenage so it's like this wasteland world 
little you know emo. nothing's been built and, recently, and but yeah. um yeah and but yeah, but okay. then the, the sister um is starting to play with the toys as well so that's kind of invading their world um and so it's all pink and the hearts yeah and, yeah, yeah yeah so they're, they're they're taking some you know we just have one little throwaway line of um how you know the girl in the first one what was her name did all the work and everything and this this uh sister representational characters it's like so why, why why is he the hero you know yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I think they're taking an interesting angle on it at least um if this is as good as ninjago which i liked a lot more than you guys i'll be very happy because yeah. i think i think they are I, like, I was actually pretty happy with ninjago i think actually. they're no. three for three i think this is no the, this is the most consistent shared universe uh running at the moment two out of three ain't bad uh if this is up at the same level as batman like mm. a batman i'm happy because that that's not on the same yeah. level as Lego Movie One, in my opinion. Yeah. No, um, I I think we need to set our expectations. I do not think this will be as good as one. No, way. partially because you just the novelty factor, yeah. the, the fact that it was a Lego Movie that was actually really good, just blew my mind. Um, so yeah, setting expectations. Do you for guys that one. want the live action element to re- return for this one? Like I was Will like, Ferrell. I was thinking about yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. If they do something interesting with it, I think it. Could well, be if cool, they, but I they, they, they already are, I think yeah. they already are from what you've just said. Totally, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know how heavily I want them to rely on that, but um, certainly have it in there. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to our third trailer. We've got four, 15 trailers. Jesus, we we got to get through this. Um, oh, so what, one... just quickly, just quickly, that's coming out in February next year. Okay. So we've got, a, oh, God, almost a year to, a while. to wait. And also, it's from the director of Juice Bigelow, Male Jigalow. Jigalow. Didn't need to add that. That's just and a, Shrek Forever After. Impressive. Oh fuck you know. <laughs> All right, never which mind. Scrap was, it. Scrap it. Which one was Shrek was Forever suck. After? Because I've, I've seen Shrek one and two. I don't give a shit. <laughs> there was like the fourth one that I actually kind of enjoyed. Like it was oddly. like eighteen. No, you didn't. Never mind. <laughs> oh shit! I must have been mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> My mistake, George. Thanks for correcting me. No problem, um, man. Third one. Paramount's Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Love this. Oh, fuck off. Man. This Love is this. this is interesting. This is. I, I just think it's important to note that this is the first live-action Transformers film that's not a Michael Bay-directed film. Yeah. Like, this nuts? is really interesting. Isn't and that it's... nuts? Five Transformers movies later. Yeah. They've all been directed by um, yeah. Michael Bay. If nothing Bay. else, if, if for nothing else, I'm excited for that. And I think it really shows. This doesn't look like... I, I feel like they do a great job with the trailers for Transformers movies, and every time they release a new trailer, I'm like, well, is this different than the yeah, last it's one? Always, yeah, it's every always time like that. But I you think this one me. actually might like because we talk about this every time. We even talked about this coming into five, being yeah. like the, the trailers make it look really badass, and there's nothing better than seeing quick cut scenes of Transformers transforming and fighting and stuff, and that's really cool. That is one thing though that I think that this might have that they might go back to, which is actually having Transformers transform, which we see. And so the the designs in this film, like it is scaled back hugely. From every other film in this franchise. Yep. Um, and the designs in this film look very Gem 1 inspired. Like, they're not exactly like the original cartoon or anything, but they've definitely gone for a more, like, toyetic look. I think um, that's... I, I attribute that to possibly Travis Knight coming in on, on this. Um, the I attribute it to Kubo them. and the two strings. And you can see a little bit of the the same kind of silhouette coming through from that film. Mm. Uh, I, particularly I think... in the Beatle character and obviously... Mm. Um, Bumblebee being a bug, like he just looks more bug-like. <laughs> mm. He I, looks more animalist. I attribute this to the fact that rather than me- they mechanical, they could. <laughs> I, I attribute yeah, this. Let me it, finish, yeah. and then you can talk, <laughs> yeah. All right, bastard. Uh, <laughs> um, I attribute this no, more I'm to the gonna, fact. I'm that- going to say something. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, you done? Um, I attribute this more to the fact that they just didn't have anywhere to go with the franchise. Like, I mean, they always tried to push it more, go bigger, go more extreme, have more explosions. It is the most tone-deaf franchise in the world. Every ah. every single movie, they doubled down on everything people hated about the previous installment. It's it, crazy. Well, exactly. They were so just bold about it. It's like, <laughs> no, nah, fuck you, fans. We're, yeah. we're, it's gonna Stripping it back. Yeah. The yeah. first one, saying we loved seeing the actual transformation of the cars and all that and be like, no, what? We're just going to make them to fucking cubes. Now <laughs> they just like assemble into a, a robot. So this one looks like it's yeah. taking the elements that worked from the first film, the, you know, the boy in his car... Yeah. Um, stuff you get the Bernie Mac voiceover from the original film in this, um, and they're just like it looks like they're kind of remaking the first movie, but stripped back, which like is crazy. a great move. And the first one is probably the best one out of those Michael Bay ones, and it's mm. because of that Spielbergian kind of get your first car story mm. that was quite endearing, and Shia LaBeouf really sold it. I thought, and I hope. Th- that's a fun story to tell, and I hope they can tell it well. I really in this. like Shia LaBeouf in all three of those films. Really? Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I kind of like don't... Shia LaBeouf. Like, he just kind of seems like a tortured soul. Now that he's gone insane, yeah, I think he's yeah. a very interesting <laughs> figure. very interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love going back when he was really young, like watching like Holes or something. Yeah. Because I yeah. did that. Yeah. Great. He's really I love that relatively book recently. Did. Yeah, I did that relatively recently, and it was, um, it was intense. Can like, we... oh, you're going to grow up real fucked up. Can we please watch the Transformers 3 trailer after this? It's such a good trailer. Oh my god! I don't know if you guys remember. It is the moon such one? a good trailer. Oh, that's so good. The Dark yeah, of the, the Dark Moon. moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember it. It was amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, it's got that shot of Optimus Prime like flying down and then like sliding across the road, just decapitating. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, oh. "This is gonna be good." And it was no. okay. Um, <laughs> Starscream looks to be the villain in Bumblebee, which is cool. He looks like a much more Gen One inspired design as well. Like he, he Gen One like is in the the eighties cartoon, the original toys in the cartoon. Right, okay, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, which is cool. Starscream's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always like the character. Character. coward. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not even going to say cautiously optimistic. I'm actually quite nervous about this because it is. It's still part of the franchise that I think it's has soft, driven. It's a soft reboot, I think. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's still part of it. The continuity, oh, totally. But the continuity of the Transformers movies is so fucked. It's amazing. Oh, Every it. movie you find out the Transformers were on Earth earlier. Earlier, than the last yeah. Movie. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, there's something brilliant about. The Shia LaBeouf character that that like discovered he was the link to these Transformers, yeah, and then you find yeah, out the well, he's not the actually. whole thing that they yeah. tried to do. Oh, it was it was Whit-wickens. deplorable and unnecessary. <laughs> deplorable. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I renounce. I renounce that. That's a, that's a good word for the Transformers <laughs> franchise. Yeah, actually, it was deplorable. deplorable. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say. Awesome. I would say it's pretty accurate. Um, I I I hope this movie's fucking great. I, I hope so. I, I I'm really be. rooting for Ch- Travis Knight. I'm so, really rooting for that guy. Absolutely. For anyone who doesn't know, he's the director, the Leica director, who did uh, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, and he, he's worked on all their other yeah. films. And we're as always well. harping on about how great that film is. Yes, you are. Um, and it's, <laughs> we on, all are. it's, it's on Netflix <laughs> <It's> now. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm going to watch that tonight. Nice. Cool. <laughs> so, number four uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, the poor man's second Lego movie. And number five, surprise here. <laughs> so this is, what, the Emoji Movie 2? Yeah. Oh look, I, all right, so I guess, first of all, what did you guys think of the Wreck-It Ralph? Really time? wanted to like it, didn't like it. Really? Like, Yeah, like, liked it, not as much as I wanted to. The, the, I, I enjoyed the... it, and I, I, I liked how they didn't play as much on, like, the um, IPs as a lot of people stuff, yeah. thought that they were going to do. I, I liked that Mario didn't really show up and, you know, that they didn't do that. It Seems like they're going to change it up hard. Seems this like this one, one that it's like Ready Player One for Disney. But this one, this they, one, they've just skipped everything. the whole premise of the first one, which is like classic neglected video game characters. They've just gone, no, nah, Amazon, 
Snapchat. <laughs> like in yeah, Google. Weird. Yeah. Like it's it's what the emoji movie is doing. It's like, it's Twitter, basically a Twitter circle jerk for Disney. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looked like. What yeah. did you guys think of the cities, uh, the Disney princess scene? I I like the concept of it. I like Disney kind of uniting its its IPs like that. I I don't know, there's something about it. like I can't help but be like I like seeing all these characters together and yeah, stuff same. and interacting. I hope they're like a big presence in the film because they got back all of the original voice actors, to, the surviving voice actors for these characters, which is cool. And I like the way they've reinterpreted the you know Snow White mm. and all these old characters for the modern CG look, the modern sort of tangled look. I think there's a lot of fun you could have with that. I think yeah, a, like I think a they Disney look really great. There was just something that felt so forced, forced mm. and insincere and vacuous yeah you know that's, yeah. I, that, that I felt, empty and that's what this whole trailer so evokes I, to I me. feel like there's at least one part of it that's gotten a lot of intention on the internet and that's the kind of um you know uh i don't know how to the comment about men trying to save us and she is a um, princess mm. and i when i first watched that i felt that that was very on the nose and it was weird that you know we had okay. this and the lego movie come out at the same time um, both with very similar jokes in in uh, similar areas of the um, trailer, and I thought that the one in the Lego Movie was pulled off far better because mm. it felt less on the nose, but you know, kind of more in the continuity of it all. Mm. So, I yeah, I, I like the sentiment of it. Like, it, you know, I guess it makes sense and all, but at the same time, I was like, this feels very pushed. Like the entire trailer feels like that. How about like, the joke? At the end? How weird Disney was the joke at the end? Because like, this is what, exactly what, what everyone said when they announced the film. Rex, it's what like we Rex. said on the podcast. Why isn't it Ralph Rex the internet? Yeah. Like, they actually bring... I, th- I, I It's kind of interesting like, that it they was, bring that up in the film. Like, I don't know why, though. And then they don't really explain why it's not Ralph Rex the internet. Yeah, she's just like, you have a good point. I'm like, yes, we do. Yeah, so so answer the fucking question. They, like, didn't, they didn't make yeah, anything of it. She was like, breaks the internet is kind of a thing. Is that a thing? I don't understand uh, that. Uh, that's, oh, I hate the fact that I know this. This is a Kardashian thing, isn't it? Okay. Kim Kardashian breaks the internet. Yeah, Wasn't that okay. a thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. She posted some nudie uh, yeah, fo- yeah. photos and 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 yeah. quote unquote broke the internet. Yeah, Which is again a weird thing no, to call a kid's film. Kim Kardashian knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. I yeah. I, I think that's a, the day acknowledges is kind of funny. But um. Yeah. The trailer. I really, really, really don't want to see this. I'm we really got it, man. We're professionals. Go. Look, uh, no, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie a chance. It can't be worse than the trailer looks. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. If there's, if there's, there's any, you know, residual creative talent from the first movie carrying on to this, yeah. I, I'm sure it'll be solid. I, Disney Animation, they haven't made up like a bad one. Yeah. To be, I, I mean, I'll be honest. <laughs> Bolt. I'm, I'm, I didn't see Bolt. You didn't see Bolt. The, the real kind no of way. tragedy of this is that I'm probably about as excited to see this as I am um, Incredibles. Damn. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really not excited to see Incredibles. I think that that... Yeah, I'm not that low, but... Uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> not that low. <laughs> yeah, like he's not negative on the Incredibles, but <laughs> negative lowness. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm negative low, on the low, Incredibles low, because low, I expect low. such a uh, I've, I've put such a higher bar. Like if they fuck up Wreck-It Ralph, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna care at the end of the day. But if they start pissing on um, you know IPs that I really love, like the Incredibles um, and you know Toy Story and all those kind of things, then then I'm gonna have a beef. With you fucking Pixar. Oh, shit. I thought you were looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Not you again. then. <laughs> One time's beef. Can I try and guess what the next trailer is? Yes. Is it Suspiria? It is Suspiria, but hey, I don't want to talk about you. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking got it. Um, anyway, whatever. Suspiria, cool. Um, remake of the Dario Argento film. 
had a very sort of old school horror kind of vibe. Yeah, getting a bit of a shining, real, kind of real abstract. Kubrickian. Have you seen Suspiria? No, you're a big horror guy. No, I haven't. It's 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 sort of like being one of those ones that I've been meaning to watch for a long time. It's but... well renowned. Yeah, yeah. I've, I haven't seen it myself. Um, yeah, sort of seventies, sixties, seventies. I think. Yeah. yeah. Dario Gento actually directed an episode of Masters of Horror, this anthology TV series where they'd bring in classic directors to just make an episode. Such a in good Canada. series. Um, so he directed this episode, Jennifer. Um, oh, did which he do that one? Fucked me. Oh up. my god! I saw it. I saw that it when I was fourteen. Fucking terrifying. It. I saw it when I was fourteen. It ruined me. Like I. That. That's one of like the two things that have scared me most in my life. Was was the episode <laughs> of that show. Um, like I would just the fucking scenes of her in the hallway just get yeah, oh, oh my god, the face! I watched the special oh. features on the episode, and they chucked in a bit at the end of like the documentary that was just like a jump scare. It, god, I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking it sticks I in my trusted mind. You. I yeah. Trusted you. Her face and but her sexy body. It's confusing and scary. Great, great series. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic anyway, series. Masters of Horror. Check it out. Yeah, sure. Um, um Suspiria. Yeah, the the tra- the trailer itself, I don't think has let anything to it really it's very it's quite short it's short it's abstract um it's, it's more of a tonal feel you don't yeah. you're not getting a lot of oh, there's of no story. plot or anything yeah it, it got me interested there was some imagery yeah. in there that was pretty cool See, this, pretty is, this is where i kind of lie like with trailers i don't like trailers that are very plot centric where mm. they're like this is what's going to happen in the movie because you feel like well, why the fuck am i watching the movie i know what's going to happen mm. and i don't like trailers that are not plot centric well that are are, are <laughs> like have no plot at all and they're just kind of like a a quick succession of images with weird noise and they're like it's artistic like no fuck off it's just laziness um so i i like some you know trailers that are somewhere in between give us a little bit of what the movie is give us that tone but also give us you know what the fuck we're about to watch yeah the score is composed by uh, tom york oh from Radiohead. radiohead i think that's pretty cool yeah. I li- i'm I not like a big radiohead guy but i like I, the boy i like tom york yeah yeah uh, I think he'll be able to do some really interesting stuff for yeah, a horror movie. Yeah, the fella does a lot of uh, film work from Radiohead. Agreed. His name is escaping me right now. Damn. He's very, very talented. I love him, personally. Nice. And I'm not going to look up his name. <laughs> okay. I refuse. Well, then we can move on to... Because I can annoy all the Radiohead fans. Halloween. Yeah. No, it? It, uh, no, you didn't get it. Sorry. It's a uh, Mortal Engines. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this I, is Peter Jackson's, the we director... The other order. Anyway. I really want to like this and get excited for this. I really want to like hate it, and luckily the, I do. <laughs> I've, I like steampunk. I've always wanted to see steampunk you on wear a goggles big, all of the time. Yeah, with my jetpack. <laughs> yeah. going to work. This seems like it's kind of right up your alley. It, it feels like... I don't know why you know, I thought you were going to say right up your ass. Like, that's not a saying. <laughs> that's, not <laughs> that's not a saying. Oh, It feels right up your alley. Mortal engine. Um, i got London up here. Because uh, it, it seems to be like a, a weird mix of steampunk and anime and just kind of that wackiness. Harry Potter. Hobbit. Yeah. That, that, like I said, just seems up your alley. But it, 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 it did come off admittedly a little bit. Um, I don't even know how to say it. Like not just not as vibrant and not as um, punchy as I think that that Feels should Feels like come off of. Avatar The Last Airbender. I reckon it's like that kind of ooh, level. Can we not oh, let's good. be a little bit more generous? No, I, think, I didn't I think, hate that movie. Eh? Um, I think it what? feels like that. Oh, no, seriously, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think Shyamalan's such a fucking talented director. Like even I, even on a shit. The movie. Happening, absolutely. I, I love the Happening. We can talk about this some other time. I love the Happening. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I we think have to it's an amazing, sometime. hilarious B movie. Like. I don't know. I, 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 look, I'm not going to sit here and say it was intentional or not, but I think that movie is so entertaining, and that is really 
undervalued. You just yeah, sick. In terms of films. You like watching people just jump off No, it's so and- funny. Do you remember the scene where they're, they're at the house knocking on the door and the, the kids get blown away? Anyway, um, this movie, Lucky I luck. think, is going to be the bomb of this year. Oh, wow. I think okay. it looks like they put a lot of money into it, yep. which is not a compliment. I don't know. It just looks like an expensive production. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it looks good. But um, I don't... Who's going to... Who cares? Come on. Like, yeah, who's going to see this? this one? I, I do actually agree with you on that. There's no star power. There's no... And like, yeah. that's not what gets me to a movie, but I feel like that does for a lot of people. Is there, there, there's there's enough that, audience for this IP yeah, model like, Is it a big... I don't know, it's a book series, I assume? There'll be a fan base for sure. It must be a young young adult book series, right? But a lot of the no times, idea. like, do you know, these like, the, movies the, the, the take X many years to come out later. You know, it has the fan base... Uh, grown up, moved on. Well, the, your, it's a your, risk. It's your divergence, a risk. your your um, divergence was a classic runners. case of that. Well, the, they just the, kept going down. Nobody gave a shit yeah, by the end, you know, because everyone moved on. Yeah. And this looks similar. The thing with this is, it's not that same sci-fi dystopia. It's a steampunk dystopia, so it's got a bit of an edge there. I was going to say it was going to be the Wrinkle of Time of this year, but Wrinkle of Time was the Wrinkle of Time yeah. of this year, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. It'll be another wrinkle of time. We didn't even yeah, dude, that was only like six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's in cinemas right now. <laughs> Came out yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I, oh, I don't okay. like this movie. I love so the it, male lead, the guy from Misfits, the Irish dude with the eyebrows. Fucking love him. I hate him because he left Misfits, which was a dick move. That's a good show. You guys see Misfits, the superhero TV series? No, no. <laughs> Give me some. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, he, it, it, it is based off books. <laughs> what did you expect to happen there? You. Now you just have milky water. Why did you do that? Um, oh. Yeah, I think that this this feels like the kind of <laughs> Jesus fuck. For anyone listening, I just I just let George George wanted some of my what I'm drinking, and he he took the bottle. There's nothing in there. So. Bastard! I got him good. <laughs> fuck you. Anyway, yeah, that's how interesting this movie is. We've got to trail yeah. off. Let's, yeah, let's move on. Fuck yeah, it, man. Do that. Um, can we just mention that the the um, marketing on this is pumping that this is the guy that did the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Why, in God's name, would you plaster that on? The this? director of this film's never directed a film before, right? He's a like a storyboard artist, one of Peter Jackson's storyboard yes. guys. Yeah, S- similar kind of Neil Blomkamp, you know, bringing him up <laughs> from the ranks. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, and Jackson's obviously shepherding this project, but uh, I'm just not seeing it. It's not weird, man. Seeing it, but you never know. It might just come out and and like like my TV's broken. I yeah. can <laughs> see it. My expectations couldn't be lower, so it has a very low bar to impress me. Yeah, so, yeah. There totally. you go. Yeah. Um, next one is. Do you want to take a guess there, Ben? Halloween. Yeah, you got it. Halloween. Fuck yes. This looks awesome. Looks cool. So this is a direct yeah. sequel to the John Carpenter original, disregarding the multitudinous sequels. How many? Eleven sequels. or twelve yeah. in yeah. between. Fifteen, I think. Seven, seventy-three. Um, <laughs> when Jason goes to space. <laughs> so we were watching the trailer yeah. and we were talking about how this. Get rid of the retcons all the continuity, and George is like, "Yeah, no Jason in space this time." <laughs> I'm like, "It's Mike Myers, you dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, completely like just crossed over those franchises in that moment. It's not hard to do. Yeah, but, uh, this um, looks fantastic. So this is a Danny McBride written and produced, I assume. Yeah, um, and yeah. Uh, John Carpenter is back to executive produce. David Gordon Green is directing. Yeah, and John Carpenter is is he doing the score or is he just a consultant? Let me check it out. He's oh, yeah. he's producing. Let me see if he he said he was going to um, score it, yeah. but yeah, he is. He's scoring it. So Fuck I think yes. this is going to be really cool for. Halloween fans. fans. Yeah. 
Unless if, you're a if, fan of the whole series and you like all the other movies, in yeah. which case it's like a big fuck you. <laughs> I like how they're doing this. Like they 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 were going to do that with this Neil Blomkamp alien movie where they were mm. going to go from mm. Alien Three and get rid of Resurrection and all that. Now oh I'm no, imagine- they were going to take two and get rid of three yeah. and four. And I'm now I'm imagining there. this Alien Three movie where in the trailer they're just like, no, those movies didn't happen. Like because it's so on the nose in this trailer where they're just yeah. like, no, none of that shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> He's been in prison for all the time. He when killed all three the other people. Came out. Only three people. <laughs> And then has been in prison since it's that insane. specific time. Since the Is date of the first Doing movies. nothing. Isn't he your brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> it's cool. that, the, the, but they did that well. And they did that in a way weird. that really was like, for the audience, it was like, okay, I know exactly the, the route they're taking. With Jamie this Lee film. Curtis looks great. Yeah, she, she looks, looks like she's doing a great yep. job in this. Yep. So Do you my, guys like the original? Have you seen it? I haven't seen I it didn't. in years. We, I really, we, we should definitely chuck that yeah. on before I, we, I, this comes out. I watched it in, when I was going through a period of going through old classic horror films. And what I found it's been a bumpy road. was that a lot of these films are, in modern context, are not good films. Horror doesn't age well at all. At all. Horror and comedies, it's like a race to the bottom for who ages worse. Like, yeah. Like, some some of them stand up like slasher movies. I find, but like no, ages from what? Because like some of those old horrors, like they're so entertaining. You know, there's some so of the, some of them are. Fun. I don't know about this one. This one's like Halloween's quite serious. It's not particularly campy. Very serious. Um, yeah, it's great score. The atmosphere and the yeah. score is fantastic. Just all the scenes of like, from, but it's, clearly it's, from his point of view, playing the score, fantastic. It's but, clearly um, that old, ridiculous. You know, girl running away and then tripping and the really slow walking you know yeah. guy with a knife behind her and you're like okay like i can see how this would have been scary at the time but in modern context this is not but i really love that I you love have an ice cube chance in hell of actually getting scared by it like oh yeah it's like, impossible seriously. but i love exploring that you know i like I watching love i love watching classic films and knowing for what they are, you know but... how how did this set the foundation yeah. for all yeah. these genre conventions that we have yeah, credit where credit is due you got to pay yeah, your exactly. respects but you but... have to watch it as an artifact so this is kind of where i'm coming at it's with, like it's with, like listening to an old album. It's like listening to the old Metallica no, discography and going, you know, that's where this started. And no, it's no, no, a little rough different. around the edges. It's it's not fully formed, but no, I, I do disagree you, as well, sorry, George. Yeah, Why? no, I, I I can still listen to like classic Who albums, for example. Like the Who and and, and be like, and, this fucking rocks. Yeah, like, and this is this amazing. Is badass. Whereas Halloween what about The Shining, is, then? That, that for the, me, yeah. feels so modern and timeless. The Shining's amazing. If you look at things Shining's, like... Shining's Masterpiece, I don't think it's scary at all. No, but it's... Look at, it's, uh, maybe it's even look at it's Alien. Timeless. Alien's great still. Like I think that that totally, is held but, up a lot more uh, or a lot better than other films. But, but these movies have, this re- have these reputations where at the time they were the scariest thing ever made. Yeah. So so you'd, you'd go... Same into, with The Exorcist. You'd go into The Shining or The Exorcist, which yeah. I haven't seen. I've been too scared to watch it. But um, where it's like, oh my God, I'm going to watch something fucking iconic and scary and you're like oh that wasn't actually scary yeah but it was it's a like great hearing film. like on oh, metallica that was the heaviest shit of the time because there was no that was the highest that was the benchmark but you listen to stuff now and it's like that's not heavy you know it's a similar kind of thing it's like Ooh. the barometer the scale changes over time but scary see, I, but every, this, the again, envelope the gets thing. pushed and pushed and i pushed. can listen to a metallica album and be like this is still good music Whereas yeah. when I watch Halloween, it's just goofy. But, it's not a good film. Like, oh, I'd like to rewatch it to reassess. You that. have to watch it as an artifact. It's a really listen to a discussion. Now. It's I don't it's like. Tough to call, I don't watch yeah. The Exorcist as an artifact, but I still know that in today's context, that's considered more of a thriller. 
You know, I watch that as just a purely enjoyable, fantastic experience. And there are, there are definitely films that can do that. I'm not saying that, you know, You're all just saying in this instance for in Halloween. This, at least in this instance. I would like to rewatch it and, and it wouldn't see. Wouldn't be bad, yeah. In this actual instance, yeah. To, to be really specific about it, I did watch it only a few years ago. I'd never seen it before. I was like, this it's fine. It's not particularly interesting. It's not scary at all. Yep. Um, cool score. 1978, you know, this predates a lot of... Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, a lot yeah. of different slasher films. Yeah, so it it did. A but lot again, of time, like but if, just... if you're talking about how this is like the first, then you have to look at it as a as an artifact, not as like you can't just chuck that into contemporary um, cinema and just be like, expect it for it to hold up on its own. Yeah, 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 and that and that's my point. Um, however, what I was going to say around that is this is a cool opportunity to see if the concept can be modernized. And and that's something I am looking forward to, um, to see whether they can make something that's at least tense, maybe not scary, but certainly tense. Um, and I hope they do it without just reverting to, um, you know, just overdoing the gore. Mm. That, I'd that, like, you know, atmosphere to still be a part of it. That, that teeth scene was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was very yeah. cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's, it's a hard job, but I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. All right, next. This one's really... I'm really looking forward to this one. This is Bad Times at the El Royale Hotel. Drew Goddard. Um, first oh. film since Cabin in the Woods. Which was in production in, I believe, 2008, 2009. It came out in 2011. Yeah. yeah. It was shelved so it was for, two for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so that is huge. It's been twiddling his he's, thumbs. He's had a tumultuous road. It sucks. He worked on um, Netflix's Daredevil. Um, That's right. Briefly. He was a showrunner. He, was a showrunner. he yeah. worked on that for like the first half of it and then bailed to... Uh, Join up with Sony for their um, burgeoning Spider Verse um, for the Andrew Sinister Garfield movie. So yeah. he was, he was directing yeah. Sinister Six, and that all fell apart as well. Uh, that's what happens when you stab Marvel in the back, man. You get fucked. Yeah, um, don't so do it. I, this was like one of the most promising talents out there. He he's done a lot of writing since he wrote The Martian. Yep, um, which but, is a fanta- fantastic uh, script. Yeah, I think it really. It, Really came together nicely on that front. Yeah, but Cabin in the Woods, I think, is an all-timer, and I'm yep, so yep. excited to see him back. Yeah, yep. I mean, just kind of off-topic a little bit, um, talking about Cabin in the Woods, that's, as far as writing and looking at tropes, and that's, as you said, that's all-time. Deconstructing like, the genre. Oh, Cabin in the Woods is, is one of my, you know, I have like a dozen or so litmus tests for people, and their, <laughs> the strength of their character. And, sorry, to, I don't want to offend anyone, but, you know, people who don't like that movie, I, I, don't, you I don't write them. them off straight away, but... It's a red flag. It's a red flag. Yeah. It's yeah. like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you. Yeah. 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 I. I mean, just in terms of like, you have to justify it very well. Yeah. If, like, why do you love that movie, like, man? It's like, amazing. I remember the first time I watched that, and I. It, oof. I, just I remember seeing it at the Chevelle the Cinema started, yeah. in Sydney, and like nobody in Sydney got it. That's where I saw yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like nobody got it. Mm. Nobody seemed to be excited nobody about it. Um, I'd been waiting this, for this film for whatever reason. I don't know why I was so hankering for this film, but it, there was so much kind of mystique around it. Mm. Yeah. And Joss and Whedon's name was attached. Joss Whedon, that's why. Yeah. That's why, of course. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what this guy well, does. I don't think I like the trailer. I don't think I like the trailer for this as much as you guys did. So I really like the trailer even before I realized where it was coming from. I didn't yeah, know anything about this movie. Same. So. Um, I could have watched this trailer with it with, with the name blanked out, and I sort of been like, "That's really interesting." Um, but the, his name is definitely like the main selling point. Yeah. Stellar cast attached to it, so Chris Hemsworth and Jeff Bridges and John Hamm. Yeah, um, all really like heavy hitters in Hollywood. Yeah, it looks like one of those cool, really big ensemble, kind of, like I don't know, kind of Tarantino-y, but 
murder mystery, like there's an unraveling of a mystery kind of thing. Yeah, like there, there's sort of like all this weird backroom stuff. I like it's kind that. of like Cabin in the Woods. Very, very intriguing. Uh, and Hemsworth looks great. I mean, we've yeah. talked a lot about how much we're kind of into him right now lately yep. after Infinity War. Um, he needs a hit, man. Dude is underutilized, and I'm very interested to see him. George. Christ, I'm George. Like start again. We've got to start the pot again. Friends. <laughs> Scrap it. Um, I've got friends. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. He looks agree. cool. Is this weird? I don't know. He's like some weird hippie, like cult leader or something. It looks yeah. like that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, if, cool. if I were to have to tell you what this movie is about, I don't think I could do it. No idea. Like a, I don't know. And this is what I mean. A heist gone wrong, maybe. Yeah, like I they think fucked so. up in the wrong area. So this is this is what I talk about, like having a perfect trailer in that that sweet spot in between um, plot and atmosphere. Mm. This is it. Mm. I couldn't tell you what this movie's about, but I know I want to go see it. I know that there's some interesting characters in there. I know some of the the hit points of this film. Mm. So, and, and that's what I think is perfect. Um, there's also Dakota Johnson, who I'm very lukewarm on. I guess is really probably the best way to put it. So she was in Cabin in the Woods. I thought she was great in that. She was really good in that, and then she went and did. Have you seen um, her in anything else? Have you seen Fifty, 50 Shades of Grey? Is my question. I have not seen it. Yeah. I've seen scenes mm. in it. She's I, everyone, really talented. Everyone's terrible in Fifty Shades of Grey. That's yeah. that's a direction that, that's and a script. script thing. Yeah, that's a scripting issue. But she she was she's really great. I think she has a lot of talent, and I hope that she can find her groove. How to Be Single is a modern masterpiece. I'm just oh, kidding. I haven't seen don't it. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> she's been in some big, big movies. I think like every, Social Network, Twenty One Jump Street. Everyone in Cabin in the Woods is phenomenal and i think that's like a yes. direction thing and a script thing but um it just shows they all have it in them at least yeah yeah um and uh cynthia uh Erivo. i'm not even not sure how to pronounce that um and she's i have no idea what she's from she seems to be a little bit of a um, left field add to this Wild card yeah glad you brought her up then you're welcome <laughs> thank thank wikipedia mm. yeah thank you wikipedia um Let's burn through a few of these yeah. We're losing George. I've got to hit the hay, boys. <laughs> um, How to Train Your Dragon 3 is the next one. How to Train um, Your Dragon. It's it, it's good that I've just watched the first one. Mm, <laughs> Works mm. out well, uh, and I will w- probably watch the second one this week. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Now, this is not the next property in the series. They've had a number of TV shows, I think with Netflix, that has expanded on the universe. Those are yeah. far more directed towards kind of young kids, I feel. I watched like one episode of the series and I was like, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> not like Clone Wars. That kind of strategy. Yes. Yeah. Kids. Totally. yeah, yeah. But kids. a little bit more for young even kids. More but like, even like, it's not like the kind of lore to kind yeah. of. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, sure. Train Your Dragon is, you know, is a kid's film. More, far more than Star Wars. It's just nuance. Yeah. So it's, it's they've yeah. kind of gone Adult for even films. a yeah. thing. For sure. Anyways. Um, we talked about how we all loved the first one. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed the second one. I don't think it quite hit the same highs. I'd have as to watch it the... again. I just remember being really disappointed, like just not liking it anywhere near as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I uh, think even, that might even have been liking, expectation. liking a lot of elements of it. But... Yeah, uh, and and the soundtrack was also just really great in the second mm. one as well. Um, I love that that the kind of Gaelic and um, what is that band that they use? It's the one that that sounds Norwegian but is actually just gibberish. Oh, um, Sigaross. Sigaross. I'm pretty sure they use a lot of that, or at least that kind of sound, vibe, very, yeah. you know, atmospheric and vibey and all that. So, yeah, I, I felt that for this this movie, I, I, you know, I like the the design of the um, female uh, dragon that they're going with that 
however they do that. But so not, for me, not there the was not enough in here to get me excited about this film. It seemed totally, a yeah. little bit like we're retreading a bunch of things from number two. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to go back to this world. It looks fabulous. The I design's love- great. But I, I, for, for, for what it is... It's nothing more yeah. than that. Plot-wise, it, it, nothing's thin, really grabbing me. very thin. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the way they do advance this world. There are consequences, you know, characters um, yeah. go through changes. The um, city changes, the, their the life changes. Time passes, yeah. which is really cool. Like, obviously, we see him at the beginning of this with a huge beard, which is cool because <laughs> he, like, he was like 14 in the first one or something. Yeah, so yeah. So I really like that. Oh, totally. But, yeah, nothing in the trailer really grabbed me at all. I don't like the whole introducing the it's the female toothless so yeah, that's yeah. a bit bit weird. that's a bit weird and it, it also feels like every every movie they have to level up like mm. the second one and it was cool it's finding out bigger. about more things like yeah. uh, that the dragon can do in this one feels like it'll do the same thing like you'll have to discover his new power to overcome the bad guy i, I kind of hated in the second one it was the second one right where there's like there's, there's like an alpha dragon that yeah. commands yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, i didn't yeah. like any of that at all yeah, um, I don't remember a, why. I really got I didn't watched mind again. That. I also didn't like how the one black person in the entire world was the villain. <laughs> that was I, that was wrong-headed. I think that was a silly move. Th- yeah, that was. It's weird. Just yeah, I like, prefer not to touch that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just I don't, I don't know. Don't do that. Um, this one, but it does seem like it's a very similar plot for this one. Yeah. Of like, there's just another guy that. There's, an, uh, there's a bad guy. There's a bad, a bad guy, guy that comes in on the ship. Yeah. The dragons. The first one. Despite that, the most interesting plot. Yeah, despite that, there's two things I'm excited for. Number one, it's just it's another How to Train Your Dragon, so I will go and see it, and I'll be excited for it. Totally. The second one is they said it's an, uh, the epic conclusion. Yeah, so that's cool that they're capping it off, and I like that. Yeah, I so, like how they're saying we're gonna have day. three. It's gonna be this, you know, pretty decent trilogy. Mm. We're not gonna, you know, ride this off into the yeah. sunset. And I feel like they're bold enough to actually like cap it off, like end it. I hope they are. I, I think so. they get to kill everyone. Two massacres going Just take everyone out. Um, yeah, they might still do the TV shows, which I'm I'm fine with. But <sighs> well, in terms of movies, I yeah, I hope they're also they... just quickly no T.J. Miller in this trailer. <laughs> yeah, wonder why that He's is. Done. He's good. What was it? Um. They made a joke in the recent Deadpool about his alcoholism. Did you catch on that? Oh, in the credits. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but yeah, there was there was the just the, when his name came up in the credits, there was a picture of like a martini or something. Yeah, well, I think something like Deadpool drinking a martini and, yeah. and getting a little bit saucy, and I was like, mm. well, that's uh, topical. Um, all right, number t- number ten. <laughs> um, kidding. Uh, this is the second Jim Carrey film that we've had. So this in the is last... a Showtime TV series. Yeah. Um, so I suppose it's not a film technically, but <laughs> technically it's not a film. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get correct <laughs> about it, if you, start bringing, in, if you want to start bringing in facts into our discussion, then fine, we'll play it like that, Ben. We're not big um, on facts here, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure about this. It looks George super creepy. Super, super creepy. Did you get a creepy? I see. I got a really existential vibe out of it. I think that this is basically him trying to do a story about someone that's really not happy but puts on the mask of being happy i kind of got uh, the vibe of like i want it to be creepy <laughs> like like they had this setup i'm like you could take this in a really fucked up interesting yeah. direction and no, i, I think don't be, think they're doing that i think it'll be far more, more of a exis- drama yeah existential than that i don't think because you guys mentioned yeah. is he a murderer is he a pedophile or something like, i don't think it'll i was be always like i was, I was kidding, always I was expecting a one hour <laughs> photo kind of vibe i thought oh, it was going down that vibe and then it was like Okay, he's definitely not X Y Z. He's just troubled. Very brief, and very brief, tan- very brief tangent. The director of One Hour Photo, Mark Romanek, 
Um, he works like once every ten years yeah. as a director. He he's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's, fucking, a, he's a fucking master. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, this so this is being produced by Michelle Gondry, um, who did of course Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, one of the classics. With Jim Carrey of of the century. Uh, he also did the Green Hornet, which is not one of the classics <laughs> of the century. Um, I actually really liked it, but um, yeah. So it's it's definitely going to be a bit bit out there. It's uh, yeah, and I and I genuinely think like you know I've already mentioned this. I think this will just be him kind of almost self-referential about his like mask to the world as a funny man. Um, How do you but, feel about Jim Carrey right now? He's gone a bit off the deep end. He has, but I He's you know what? <laughs> I think it's probably more honest about how off the deep end he is than most celebrities. I, I feel mean, like, they're all crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think you can be in that line of work and be in that town and and have what we'd consider a sane life um there's a couple that i think might be able to pull it off and they're they're actors that at least come across as really well-grounded people um for whatever reason i always think of um uh now i'm thinking is michael scott um fucking what's the actor's name Steve Carell. Steve, Steve Carell. Carell, I think. Oddly enough, Steve Carell always strikes me as someone that <laughs> has his feet on the ground. Don't worry, the accusations will stop flying soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Um, but, uh, I, I feel like yeah, the I'm, whole I'm, I'm Jim a... Carrey thing, you know, I'm not Jim Carrey. What is Jim Carrey? Why is Jim Carrey? <laughs> uh, for me, it, it just seems like he's almost positioning himself in another way. I feel like it's almost calculated. Um, I, I, I'm not convinced... I'm not. I'm not convinced that it's 100 percent genuine. Um, I think he's genuinely having a crisis. Do you think? But some, <laughs> some people, he is. <laughs> some okay. So I guess the diff- Some people think he's not having a crisis. Some people do. Um, for me, it's I feel like it's art, it's, yeah. it's somehow calculated. Whatever he's doing, he's not doing it as well as Shia LaBeouf. So yeah, I think he's just doing as many like energy. live installments. Yes. He's not getting arrested as much. I, I don't think he has the energy. To do it like Shia LaBeouf. I, I reckon if Jim Carrey was like 20 years younger, he might be doing Shia LaBeouf style shit, but I just don't think he's got it in him anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to be watching this. I'm not going to be watching this. I, yeah, I don't think I'll be tuning in either. Probably part. won't, but I like <laughs> the concept of it. And if it's on, maybe I'll... Next. Okay. Serenity. I've already forgotten what this trailer's about. All right, all right, all right. That's oh, bit of Matthew McConaughey action in the on field. Time is a flat circle. Okay, can we do this whole Murph. trailer? <laughs> Trailer I, review for this I one. Think we can. <laughs> in our what it really was. No, 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 you have to do oh, it in yeah, the It was the uh, halfway voice. through. It was the just the fact Connor, that you God, the law says you cannot touch, but I think I'll see a lot of lawbreakers out there. <laughs> 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 you get it real sleepy yeah, when yeah. you do them. Uh, it was more that the, we no. couldn't get through 10 minutes of this trailer. No, like you're doing seconds. it wrong. Of you Murph, you're doing it wrong. Someone just going, Murph, Murph, Murph. You know what I. I feel like this trailer is like a whole bunch of other movies this guy's done. Do you ever hear people try and do the Australian <laughs> accent and you're just like, right, stop, <laughs> please. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is what you're doing right now. Let's be yeah. clear. No, we're, we're killing it, man. Um, <laughs> God damn. You might be killing it. <laughs> George is definitely not. I'm not. Um, I think this trailer feels like a bunch of other Matthew McConaughey films slapped into one. Like they Going through a cornfield and then... What was and the then, next scene? It felt like he's on how, a to, how, how to lose a guy in ten days. He's on a cabana, you know. Fuck you. Girlfriends, ghosts ghost of girlfriends past. And um, how, what, how do you know these films? 
What um? What am I thinking of? Surf, surfer boy. What was that movie called? Yeah, Deep Blue or whatever. Uh, not um. With Jodie Foster. Oh. Contact. 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 Wow. Um, Saw so much of a contact in this. I think this movie looks um, awesome. Um, it's direct. Did you guys see Lock with Tom Hardy? It's no, the movie of him in a that. car. It's like he's just on a phone in a car the whole time. No. I haven't watched it, but it looks cool. <laughs> but no, it's, so it's the guy who directed that. But he also he it's the the writer of Eastern Promises, the um oh, nice. Viggo Mortensen film. Yeah, yeah, so, like nice. he's legit. Stephen Knight. Have you guys seen is his that? Name. Yeah, that is a good Fuck. film. That yeah, is a good film. Naked Knife Fight, Ooh, brilliant. Cronenberg <laughs> yeah. for the win. makes me. It makes me sad that we don't, we don't get more Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, it's just so, learning in other six languages. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 this movie was sold to me on when I first found it as the movie where um, Anne Hathaway wants um, Matthew Some... McConaughey to feed his her husband to sharks. I was like, okay, interesting. But there's so much more going on here. It, I don't know what it is. From what I can guess, it, I feel like the entire town knows what has been propositioned, and it's just about like you him trying to decide hey, Matt, whether hey, he's going to do it. You're going to do it? Yeah, that. You're going to do it? <laughs> you going to do it or don't do it. Which adds an interesting component to that kind uh, of it is uh, uh, heist. It's not a heist. Well, you know, like you've got to do a task. Caper. You know, I, I, task-based caper. movie. It's a caper. It's a wacky caper. <laughs> I'm going to feed him to sharks. I don't, I, I don't know. I think there might be more to this. Like, there feels like there's some conspiracy shit going on. Like, it reminds me of like Truman Show or something. Like, all these I people hope, know yeah, I, I think shit. if it's got too much in it, it's going to get too convoluted. I'm keen. I'm keen. I'm keen to see what, what this is about. Okay, let's stop talking about Serenity. Let's talk about something that is far worse than that. Yeah. Girl in the Spider's Web. Very disappointing. Marvel's girl. This is yeah. a superhero movie. This I am a <laughs> massive fan of the original David Fincher. The original. The, Dragon the Tattoo, first Dragon and, Tattoo movie ever and made. And the Swedish one. Love yeah. them both. And yeah. it's really sad that they have gone rid of Rooney Mara. I think she was such fantastic casting. She really the carried the performance yeah. so amazingly so- well. And... <laughs> no, seriously, fuck you. Yeah. No, fuck you. Yeah. Why don't you talk some more, George? Jesus. Because I'm I'm polite. I'm a polite guy and I don't interrupt motherfuckers. Um and I'm I'm I feel like this film is just um it's not on the same level of integrity as the original. Uh, I I feel like it almost like any way. it feels like a pastiche or something. It feels like a, a direct to DVD sequel. Yep. So the Swedish version that got through quite a few of the sequels, didn't it? Because they didn't stop at one. They did. Three, they did the yeah. Millennium trilogy, the, three the original, books. the Stieg Larsson books. Yeah. Um. He's died, and there've been more books written about the characters. Yeah, it was a girl who played with fire, and then girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Yes. Yeah. So this is the one that was released posthumous. Humorous. Posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. Jesus, you're killing God. it today, George. Um. So I think so. It's interesting that they've jumped that. You know, they've they've gone for that book. I don't know why you would go down that yeah, route. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard the post Steve Glasser stuff is no good as well. Yeah, because he didn't write it. <laughs> is Daniel Craig's character in this? Do you no. Know? no, he should be, but like not the actor. I think in like the he's book the he's referenced. Okay, like the like he's still no, he's in, involved like, in the in the books. In the three, the main three trilogy, he's he's very much involved. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have no idea if he's anywhere near the the property after that. Um, this feels like. It started out with really good intention. I have a feeling that they would have wanted to start a sequel with yeah. Rudy Mara. They were, they were, yeah, and... like, can we get David Fincher? No. Can we get Rudy Mara? No. Can no. we get David Craig? No. Mm. Mm. Shit. Okay. <laughs> we don't well, have so anything to work with here. And then that's kind of, I can see how this would have tumbled out of. Can we get uh, Claire Foy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have gone for, our, we can't do the original trilogy because we don't have Daniel Craig and it feels weird just trying to continue that mm. feel. 
And then the other thing that I think has happened is I don't know whether this is actually the movie or whether it's happened in marketing, but it feels like they're trying to market it as like a vigilante style movie and it looks like daredevil or something it's so weird yeah it's like arrow <laughs> it does in, in a lot of ways and I, I feel like that's might just be coming across as the marketing she's got like the the opposite colored villain <laughs> yeah very strange and and that flies in the face of what i thought the original two like the swedish version and the fincher version i i feel like that flies in the face of what that was i mean for all the differences between the fincher and the swedish one they were both good and they both were in their own particular ways, true to the original material. This will yeah. unite the fans that, who argue about which is better. About, <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're great. Um, Common when enemy. did the Fitcher one come out? It's not 2010? long ago. 2010. Holy shit, really? Yeah. It's got to be like eight years back. ago. Wow. Because oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> what year is it? What, yeah. How old am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Social Network was i got to pick up my kids. Um, <laughs> or was it 2012? Maybe it was 2012, actually. I'm looking at you. That makes more sense to me, I guess. I don't know. Because um, Social Network was 2010, and then, okay. yeah, and then 2014 was Gone Girl. Okay, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, this is, like, following fairly hot on the heels 2011. of 2011. To, for, as far as having, I thought it was, as far as having, like, a whole new cast and everything, like, this is essentially, like, a reboot, or, like, a soft reboot, at least. Um, and it's weird how, at the end of the trailer, they kind of invoke the, the opening sequence from the fincher version you know when she's getting sucked up in the the yeah and it looks like the the, the immigrant CG, song yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm like that no you don't you're not allowed to do that they'll, they'll definitely do that like uh, they'll definitely have a sequence at the beginning sucks man i we we talked about um i reckon this movie's gonna bomb hard yep there's yeah. not as much money went into it as mortal in mortal instruments mortal engines well fucking ya shit um but yeah i don't think anyone's gonna go see this why would you well yeah. i i don't know what they were thinking like and the level of style is just not there. Like, you watch those David Fincher trailers. They're mm. so beautiful. Okay, so the trailer for his uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo oh, is one amazing. of the greatest trailers ever made. This one doesn't have the same, like, sleek, clean cinematography that Fincher does. doesn't have Led Zeppelin either. Yeah. If they try and they do another done. opening sequence, like, why would you even attempt that? Just walk out I after think they them. will. I think they'll try and leverage yeah. off that original one. Rudy Morris made it. You gotta stop calling Fincher the original one. (laughs) It's the original, man. It's the best. Um, Yeah, Rudy Mara, like, nailed it. On your new mirror pace, I haven't watched the originals, um, but Rudy Mara fucking slayed that role. Um, Rapace, I think, did an equally good job. Wow. I I just don't think it was as accessible because it was in Swedish or Norwegian or something. The original movies are so. like from a filmmaking point of view, that they're not as interesting at all. So like, I think more, that elevates her performance. They're so more much. like a BBC, you know, yeah. like yeah. adaptation. But I felt yeah. that that felt a little bit more authentic. Like Fincher's was definitely more stylized yeah, and sure. felt more kind of mass market, cutting edge. orientated. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I totally understood people's um, resistance to the Fincher version. It just so happened that it was also a really good version, yeah. so I let it slide. I, I like them both. My yeah. only beef with Finch's version was that the bad guy turned out to be the only actor you recognize in the film. <laughs> like, come on, of course. Like, there's, there's and the only bit- person who had more scenes than Daniel Craig and uh, Rooney Mara. Yeah, it's just like a, a big actor, kind of a supporting character throughout the film. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if this guy's going to come back yeah. in some big way. <laughs> anyway. 
Let's end on a biggie. Are we, are we the last one yet? No, we've got a couple oh, more. Oh, no. We've got seven, <laughs> 17, one of these. 17 more? No, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's uh, fucking jump in. I'm running out of memory cards first. All right. Um, <laughs> a Star is Born. We can get through this really quickly. Cool. Big thing about this is Lady Gaga. Um, What's her real name? Say it. Fucked fine now. How do you not know? What's her real name? I don't know. It's some Italian sounding name. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, looking really different. A lot, a lot of people were kind of floored by that. Um, did you guys know she was in this when you were watching the trailer? Have you seen the trailer before? Yeah, I, she I really, they've, the makeup they did for her, that she does not look like Lady Gaga. I feel like it's more they just didn't put makeup on yeah, her. Yeah. Like, that's less makeup. She's normally so. Well, they dress her up in a way that looks so different. Well, they dyed Lady her hair. Is the big Because I, I wouldn't recognize her <laughs> if I didn't know she was in this. Yeah. But you said this isn't a, bi- a biopic. No, it's a, it's a fictional. Which is film. really interesting because it felt very biopicy. Absolutely, yeah. It's about yeah. a country singer. Like, why yeah. would you? But I, I'm just getting movie? Jeff Bridges vibes out of this. This is uh, what is it? Country soul, country heart, something like that. Lonely heart, Lone, whatever that was. Movie was that he but won well, the he Oscar for. Wasn't ages that ago. interesting because he was older? Oh, now you who's know, interrupting? Crazy know. heart, crazy um, heart. Thank you. Hey. Wasn't that interesting because he was an older kind of performer? And because you can't understand fucking word out I'm not really sure where they're going with this one. You know, he's like at the peak of his career. Bradley Cooper directed girl and she comes on stage and things happen. I think things happen I, in I, the south. The first time I watched it, because there was a lot of hype behind this trailer. Um, well, I mean, Bradley Cooper's directorial um, debut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, country singing. I watched it this time, I'm like, this... Kind of looks phenomenal. <laughs> it know. looks good, and that's yeah. why I'm kind of weirded out by the vibes because what Crazy Heart was also really good. It looks what like it looks it like look a, good to you guys. I don't. Like, I, like I, I don't it? it just looks like uh, it looks like it's gonna pack a bit of a punch. It looks emotional. Yeah. It looks like it's gonna have very strong musical performances. Bradley Cooper's doing amazing. Apparently, they recorded all of the um, the musical numbers live uh, in the scenes. It sounds like which is him. very cool. It's yeah. definitely him singing. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, like they didn't pre-record them and, and yeah. dub them or something. Like they actually performed them for the scenes. Oh, wow. so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like how many takes would they have to do for that shit? Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I, this is cool. It feels like there's something authentic when you do a, a, a country western style singing one because it's not made for mass market. Like you have to, yeah. you have to love this shit for you to actually attempt to make this kind of movie. So I reckon that it'll be done with a lot of love and, and care and, and hopefully that shows on the screen. I reckon it's a grab a few Oscars. Definitely best original song, I'm sure. Oh, surely. Mm. Um, any other thoughts on that? Nope. Cool. Siberia. The, nope. Next. <clears throat> yeah. That's a that's a, that's John a Wick, movie. John Wick two and a half. So George, where are the samples? Yeah, George, you wanted to talk very specifically about what made this a bad film. Oh yeah. So shoot, a bad, bad trailer. trailer. Yeah, trailer. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Like, why is this a bad trailer? And I think for me, it's a bad trailer because it's a bad movie. There's no <laughs> sort of sense of a hook in here. Like, what makes this different yeah. from from John Wick? So like, yeah, it's like remember what is that, that's what you need in a trailer. You need something that grabs your attention and ropes you in and this seems so standard we're just in a white white walled hotels and it, it, you know it's it's interesting how all you know even the set even the production design can be something to hook you in well, it's like it's like it's like you know this guy who loves john wick here's him without the skills or the action scenes or anything that makes you like those yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> and it, i also feel like you see it with kind of cheaper films and it, it does go to show that making a trailer is an art um is that you watch some trailers and you're like, you're just putting scenes together and then adding music. That's not a trailer. Like, there, there, as you said, there has to be a hook. There has to be something that's actually compelling. And you have a space of one or two minutes to create a concisive story or a concisive feel. Um, and I feel like a lot of these trailers don't do that. They just kind of think, all right, what are the main 
points that we need to get in there and chuck in a couple scenes of him like cocking a gun and looking off into the distance and they try and compensate with putting more in. Fuck you guys. This movie looks amazing. Yeah. Sorry, as I never bit that. What? Yeah. <laughs> what are we? Are we still talking about Siberia? Siberia? Oh, oh no. Well, right, we, we, well, there's one we forgot to put in. The Predator. Did you guys watch that? Was there a new trailer? Yeah, what? there was a new trailer. What? We completely missed that. Can we go watch it? Now? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? Seriously? Yeah. Was it better than last one? Way better. Fuck. And it has a fuck <laughs> off new Predator that's like double size. The you're, other you're one and he slams him. Boom. You make you're lying. You're bullshit. Now go check it out. How did I not see this? Anyways, my review, sorry, sorry. my review for the Predator trailer, it was fucking awesome. How, These guys the missed that. Why the fuck did we watch Siberia? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the TV spots? Is it a TV spot? It felt it felt longer than a TV spot. How long? One minute? One minute thirty? Two minutes. I mean, what do we do now? Anyway, next yeah, up we've you. got uh, First Man, the uh, Damien Chazelle directed Ryan Gosling starring film about Neil Armstrong and whether or not he made it to the moon. I think he made it. S- <laughs> Weird. Such a dramatic trailer. Such like it's so intense. It's like we're gonna make it to the moon, man. But it's like how how much drama can you wring out of a story that everyone knows? It's not even drama. It's the fact that the score and the editing made it feel like at any time he was gonna whip around with like an AK and just be like, "Let's get these fucking Martians." Like it, it was an action film template. It was so just, weird. Like you I love loved- the shuttle to explode at any yeah. second. It's like yeah, it was like Michael Bay. Yeah, I loved how they were creating like a sense of tenseness and, you know, apprehension and that. That's cool and all, but it just made it feel super weird. And I think it might just be marketing trying to trick our brains into, you know, being like, I oh, like, fuck, yeah. I liked the element in the trailer they brought in of the safety aspects. Because, you know, you, you see rockets go up, you hear about Neil Armstrong, you know, mm. you know, it, it's, it, there yeah. was actual like life. He has well, to make a decision. Whether or not is it safe for me to get in this fuck off rocket that could potentially be explode? Like I, f- I thought that was an interesting, and I, I'm I'm intrigued about that component of the film. People died. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, people died in the lead up. Like there is yeah. genuine, um, you know, uh, sacrifices that were made in that program. The dog, the dog died. The, well, the dog died. Yeah, but like space. humans died as well. Yeah. They were like but burned the alive. They were burned alive the in, in capsules and shit. So like. Dog. I mean, I get it where they're where they're coming with the apprehension and all that, but it's just a weird trailer. Um, I th- this is a disappointing project for Damien Chazelle, who's previously directed Whiplash and La La Land. Um, this looks blandy, McBland. Looks bland, man. Yeah, just some biopic. Like this guy's a dude. Yeah, Whiplash, man. If you haven't seen Whiplash, do it. Do it. So the new trailer shows two predators fighting. Yeah. Fuck, man. What the hell? Yeah. How did this happen? What the hell, George? I just wanted to fuck fuck you guys on the podcast. You have failed this city. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to say, though, compared to the last trailer, this one schools it. I can't believe we're about to give him his own segment now. After he has disappointed us so thoroughly. This is Ben's Ninja Turtles corner now. All right, that's what's happening now. (laughs) Nothing happened this week. You had something nice and it's been taken away from you because you didn't... You didn't share. (laughs) <laughs> All right, guys, time to hop in that land speeder because we're heading off to Toshi Station no. in Georgia's Star Wars. Get some power converters. Yeah. Guys, um, Star Wars is kind of in chaos. <laughs> it's kind of imploding. Each other. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've got a few things to talk about, including Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose in The Last Jedi. Assassinated deleted, by Star Wars fans. Pretty much deleted <laughs> her Instagram after months of abuse. Racial abuse, uh, sexist abuse, just a load of bullshit. And a very toxic fan base. 
Yeah. Um, I think the most toxic fan base on the internet right now. The, in terms on of, par in, with Rick and Morty. In terms of the size of it, definitely. Yeah. So this is... Um, there's also... Uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy has been receiving death threats as well, and that's all kind of part of this um, thing. I think... I only sent three, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all agree that... You know, she disagreements. Just die already, yeah. and we can move on with the franchise. <laughs> disagreements among fans is one thing. Like, if you don't like the Last Jedi, cool. I mean, I'll happily sit there, you know, for three hours and tell you why I think you're wrong. And, but and conversation all that kind of is cool. Fine, That's cool. One of the first things we started when before we even started this podcast was we would talk about movies and yeah. those and often conversations. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, and those conversations. It wasn't always super civil, but, yeah. <laughs> but that is so much fun yeah. about movies. Then and those death threats were me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, yeah. So I mean, that's one thing. But at at a certain point, you just have to like look at this entire situation. Like, chill the fuck out. I mean, who looks at a franchise or a movie and thinks, you know what? Someone should die over this. I mean, actually think about that. That's insane. And you know, my first reaction is just like to start hating Star Wars. Like, yeah. it's, it's unfair, but I'm just like, man, fuck this bullshit. Like, I, I was saying the other day, I'm like, man, just can't Disney cancel all Star Wars. Yeah. They've been bad and they don't get their shit now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would happily, like, I think for just for how worth it it would be to me for them to say we'd never make another Star Wars It's movie. so sad to see, you know, even in the prequel era, I feel, the people didn't have the same level of vilification. Maybe that's because the internet... Jake Lloyd had his life ruined, but very otherwise... Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And he, he evidently has some ongoing trauma, which no I, I'm very sad. But Hayden but, Christensen was like welcome with open arms. At he Star was, Wars he was. But I feel like from where we were with the Force Awakens and like that first trailer that dropped in 2014 with BB-8 rolling along in the excitement, like the excitement that Star Wars are coming back to now, which yeah. is this toxic, nasty, fat, neck bearded motherfuckers. Like for me, it really it makes me very very sad, and I feel extremely sorry for Kelly Marie Tran, who at the end of the day, when we break it down, is really doing her job. Like this is a job for her. Oh, fuck yeah, this is her career, and not to mention being an absolutely delightful person from yeah. all accounts. Like holy crap, some of the stories about her fan interactions when she started first getting recognized and stuff was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, this is really really disappointing, and I I I caught up with you guys. We watched Upgrade. Earlier in the week, and awesome Aussie film. Check it out. Yeah, mm. and my my reaction to all this was like, I just don't. My my initial reaction was, I don't want to talk about Star Wars anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to give it any more time. Um, and I, it just makes me just oh, it's just it's ugly now. And you can't at the end of the day, you can't blame Kathleen Kennedy. You can't blame Kelly Marine Tran. Like the fans only have themselves to blame for this shit. Like, I mean, you can make, yeah, you can make a bad movie and, and you can even ruin a franchise that you may have loved as a kid and all that, but for fuck's sake. Yeah. Put in some per- perspective. Everyone chill out, man. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. yeah, I really hope the Star Wars fan base can kind of audit themselves, take a fucking look in the mirror and say, you know, the fact that Luke Skywalker was different in The Last Jedi is not the end of the fucking world. Well, no, but even if you want to be disappointed by that, fine, but just... Temporary response. Yes. That's the kind of disagreement that you go on and be like, I'm really disappointed. And you can even say, I don't like Ryan Johnson. Fine. Fuck it. Whatever. He, t- he certainly doesn't care. But it's at that point where you start, you know, making re- 
ridiculous claims and start, you know, saying death threats and, and, and bringing racist and sexist shit. Like, that's just, that's where it's not just a conversation, where that's just you being a dick. Yeah. Just abuse. Mark Hamill's reaction to all this is always yeah, great. Yeah, I love he's that. Just so, he's always amazing. Like, he's taken up, he's the new William Shatner, who, you know, back in the 80s was just like, man, you guys all got to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and no, now he, yeah, he's just like, what the fuck, people? Yeah. <laughs> Chill yeah. out. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Man babies, man. All right. Let's cap this off with the question of the week. Hello. Uh, this is a question about what you like eating. So what do you guys like eating or drinking <laughs> just on a daily basis? I like, don't want to offend anyone, but this is a stupid question. I love this. This is not a stupid question. I find this very interesting. Like your rit- You especially, you have very specific rituals, I find, for going into, into films in the cinema. Yeah. I, I, I go through stages, but yeah. I, I generally find something I like and I stick to. I, I what, so what so it? so here's the question: What food or drink do you order when you go to the cinema? Uh, it's a water. It's uh, <laughs> the most nerd. boring thing. The sun chips and uh, you, some you, popcorn. Grain waves. You yeah, grain waves. waves. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then popcorn. So grain waves for all our United States audience out there. These like crink- sun chips, crinkly. Is that what they are? I think so. Been a while since I've crinkly, been back home. crinkly uh, chips. It feel like it feels like comp- <laughs> you know what it tastes like compacted newspaper. That's exactly oh, what it tastes. Off, yeah, man. it's fucking. Well, then disgusting. you can stop having them when I open them. I won't. I'll remember I will, this. I'll I I I consume not. that <laughs> newspaper. Delicious newspaper. He's got to get his news. You know. How about you, man? Um, I am not a fan of eating in cinemas. Okay. Sitting I've in, noticed that you sitting in a never big dark have... room. Don't like doing it. Um, you know, people like take pizzas and shit into cinemas. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to sit in. The, I don't want to sit in the dark. Anyway, I. Cinemas are dirty places and they're full of pests. Don't eat food in there. <laughs> it um, is bizarre how we've just been conditioned to eat snacks and food when you go to the cinema. It's a requirement, yeah. It's the only reason the fucking industry exists. I could be like dying. I could have eaten just the biggest meal of my entire life, but if I'm going to go watch a movie, I'm getting popcorn. Like the idea of just going in without anything is bizarre. Yeah, I've never bought a popcorn. One one popcorn? I've never bought like a bucket of popcorn. Fucking in my life, really? Yeah. Have you have you ever taken anything into a cinema to eat? Beer. I, I do like I've taken take beer and plenty of beer. Um, if I do have anything, like maybe two percent of the time I go to the movies, I get a bag of Maltesers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I did that the other night, but um, paid seven dollars fifty for it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, sucker. Yeah, I I I just really love being in a cinema. Is like a religious spiritual experience to me. It's it's the place where you go to worship a film you know like it's the one place where i won't sit and check my phone or anything like, even at home i get distracted when i'm in a movie i just want to focus on the movie yep. if you're gonna pay money to go see something i mean go like actually pay attention to what you're paying for mm. even though you don't pay money for it. yeah, yeah with, food in, <laughs> with food in hand yeah George. uh so i normally get a big fuck off popcorn and i put sweet and sour chips in it mix it up so specific and uh, have a vanilla choc top. So for anyone out there who doesn't the know what a choc top is. You mean all the chili and sour cream? Yeah, that's the one. You, you know better than I do. And for anyone out there who doesn't know what a choc top is, like you need to come to Australia um, and, and check this out. Because I'm not going to tell you what it is on the, pop- <laughs> on the podcast right now. It's just I'm not an ice cream. Oh, it's, no, it's not. It's not. Yes, it no. Like, like, comment, and subscribe if you want to know what a choc yeah, top is. If you want to know what a choc top is, <laughs> do something below. Yeah. All right, we got through it, I, and 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 we we saw the Predator trailer, didn't we? Didn't I, we? Nope. <laughs> no, We're going to watch that right now. All right, guys. So uh, 
we'll be back next week with hopefully less trailers. Um, <laughs> Please. It's too much. 15 trailers is a little too much. We've got Comic-Con this week. We're definitely not yeah. coming back with less trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't E3 coming up as well? E3, yeah, baby. Really soon, really Come soon. On, and the Soccer World Cup. Yeah. Soon, huh? What? No. Huh? Nope. That's our wheelhouse. Nope. Right? Nope. No. Anyway, guys, we'll be back next week with Connor. Bye. Benny. And Benny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye, everybody. Uh, uh, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.